0: How's everybody feeling out there? I'm Jermaine Morris here with Barry Axius. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bringing you another episode of Say Something. Say Something. Say Something. Podcast we do where we're addressing all things going on out here in this world. Things that we feel need to be spoken about and things that we think that people need to say something about. And then we say something about it. Too much sitting on the sideline. Got to get involved. So, uh, how's everything in your world, Barry?
1: Man, I want to talk about the subject of the day, man. You know, I've been, I've been back and forth with you about this. Like, I want to talk about it because it needs to be talked about it. White privilege matters. As in it matters because it's important? Or we're just going to talk about matters as a matter? White privilege matters. I have to sit there and say white privilege matters. Alright,
0: well, you know, you, you hear black lives matter, all lives matter, well, let's discuss some...
1: some blue lives matter, blue but lives listen, matter. at the end of the day, and you know I'm black power matters, but real talk, white privilege matters.
0: Okay, so let's let's preface it first. If you're not familiar with what the term white privilege means... Now break it's pretty, it
1: down to them. It's
0: pretty self-explanatory, but for the most part, what it means is, is that... Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that you get a benefit Like there's some people who think that Well, I'm white and I'm struggling I'm, I'm white, I'm living check to check Or I'm hell, I'm homeless How the hell can I be privileged even though I'm white? Well, white privilege uh, Leans to Are uh, certain little nuances of life And society that don't apply To to white people Quote unquote white people Like in the sense of I was explaining it to a friend of mine not too long ago Whenever I leave the house I have to make sure I have my ID <laughs> Because if you get caught without ID, that's three days in jail. Yes, sir. Just not being able to prove who you are. That's never a concern he's ever had to deal with. Never even crossed his mind. He thought it was crazy when I was telling it to him. There's certain things that you have to be aware of if you're uh, if you're uh, black or brown in this uh, here United States of America that don't necessarily cross your mind if you're white. You don't have to be aware of black people if you're white, but if you're black, you have to be aware of white people. Exactly. So that's what we talk about. The privilege is is, is the privilege of not knowing. Where ignorance is bliss. Where you don't have to be mindful of certain things because they don't apply to you. Yes, sir. And so when we speak about white privilege, that's what it means. It doesn't necessarily mean that if you're white and you're born into this country that you're born with a silver spoon in your mouth. Educate them. Or that you're born into an illustrious family or, or any of those sorts of things. Educate them. So... Put that in the proper framework because I hear that a lot when people address, well, how how can I be privileged when I'm struggling just like you? Or he's rich and I'm broke. Why is he not more privileged? Because there's some hoops he's going to have to jump through that all things being equal, education, training, background, whatever. uh, There's still more hoops you have to jump through just being black and certain hoops you never have to acknowledge just for being white.
1: I don't feel bad for a white homeless person because in the day that you are a black homeless person, you will feel the pain and anguish. Not saying that I'm taking um, the homeless matter lightly, I just see with that privilege, you will be able to get out of the confines of that moment. And white privilege, as I've said it so many times on my posts, and people like they laugh at it, but it's So serious, like I I joke about it, but I'm being dead on serious white privilege matters. And I think that's something that a lot of white people don't want to have that flag. They don't want to have that belt. They don't want to wear that on their chest. But it's the truth. It's like something I wish I could have. But you said it so correctly. A white person can go through their whole life not really having to deal with other individuals that are not their own race. Yeah. Like they don't have to deal with black people if they don't want to, but we always have to deal with them. At least and be aware sen- of. Them. Yeah, and in the same sense of like, if the way we have to deal with them as in supervisor positions, right? Yeah. Getting a job, uh, uh go- going, uh, uh, getting serviced at the doctor's office, or uh, you know, firefighters. It's it's Whatever. a whole array. it's a, it's just array of things to where. White folks have the luxury of dealing with blacks in certain pockets. Yeah. And if you don't want to go to those certain pockets, you don't even have to ever deal with them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you may have a black person in a uh, shopping, uh, a grocery store that's a clerk. Got to deal with them that 2.5 seconds, and boom, you are done. You know, mm-hmm. you don't really have to have that that conversation or really feel victimized by anything that black people do. Where blacks, man, we don't have that privilege.
0: Well, I think something to put in a proper context, also uh, piggybacking on that, is is that where the, some of the disconnect between how black and white people view it is if you're if you're well, regardless of whatever color you are, in most cases when you go to school, your teacher is white. Yes, sir. Your principal is white. Yes, sir. In most cases, the police officer in your area is white. Yes, sir. In most cases, the attorney is white. Yes, sir. In most cases, the judge is white. Yes, sir. So. You can live in let's just and in, in, so take that into mind. The face of authority in most cases in the United States of America is white. Yes, sir. If there's any disciplinary action or anything that can jeopardize you, your job, your supervisor, whatever, it's at, it's with a white face. Yes, sir. Now, if you are white in this country, it's just a face. Yeah. They look like your uncle. They look yeah. like your aunt. They look yeah. like your parents. They, yeah. They're just another person. Craig is just Craig. Yeah. But if you're not white. It's a white person that is that is dictating to you, and and it dishing out any type of if there's any negative uh, repercussions anything in your life, it's going to be at the hands of a white person. Yes, sir. So the mentality difference, that there's a difference. So the association between the races. Yes, sir. You know, so I I think that that's that privilege of having someone who looks like you to deal with. Is something that a lot of white people
1: take for granted. Oh, man, they take that for granted. They run with it. Um, they hide from it and they pretend it really isn't a privilege. When I grew up thinking about the early 80s, every figure that was a superhero was who? What? Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone. Mel Gibson. I mean, the list went on and on. Well, Christopher Reeves.
0: Well, I'm, a, I'm a, a good Han sidebar. Solo. I Cause, mean, Harrison Ford. I mean. My, my guy was Carl Weathers in the 80s.
1: And he had one damn freaking no, movie. No, no, I'm I saying, mean, you know, I said
0: he was Apollo okay. Creed. I mean, he, he was Apollo was Creed. Jackson. Two movies. He was Dylan and Predator. Three you know, movies. I, I'm just saying. i I have to put uh, that out there. Listen, because that was my guy in the 80s. Movies.
1: Three <laughs> freaking movies. And and he we was had, Lang, Clubber, and, Mr. T, Club Lang. I was Club Lang fan. I just got to throw that out there. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Not and I agree with what everything you're saying. In a but sense I had to seek of, him yeah, out. And I, I get it. I, and I appreciate that. And everything in a sense of white America was white. And I get it. I mean, from the hottest chicks, I mean, for all these years Sharon Stone, uh, uh, Angela Jolie, Jennifer Anston, it was these hot, hot, hot chicks. And it's like, get out of here. Well, and in, in in wait, just, wait, hold on. You like them?
0: Is that what? No, you no, no. It? I'm saying to understand is when you're the dominant culture. Yeah. Then the the face of the franchise is going to represent the yeah, team most definitely. And I and I and I totally get that. So and, and so this is because this is not necessarily about shining the light on white privilege matters for people who already know it. Yeah. If you're a black or brown person in the United States, you already get it.
1: Oh, yeah. We're at the tip of the iceberg. We you haven't even gone into actual examples of why the privilege matters because I think some of the listeners are like, oh, what are you guys talking about? Well,
0: that's why I'm framing it for those who may not be aware of it, giving examples of what's the norm for you. Like I got, to, I was lucky enough and fortunate enough to travel a lot in my 20s. And so when I was in Spain for a while, it was a different feeling because it's a brown country. Yeah, And that may sound, even though I'm not Spanish... But the idea of complexion-wise, we're we, we about the same. And so to be in a, in, a, in a nation where everywhere you go, it's brown people mm-hmm. is a different feeling. Because you could be white in America and live it. Well, I, I grew up in an all-black neighborhood. Yeah. yeah, but you grew up in a neighborhood in one city. So once yeah. you leave that neighborhood, the climate changes. Well, yes, I grew sir. up in an all-black city. Okay, but once you leave that city, and the state is white. Yeah. Okay, well, the state's predominantly, say you live in Mississippi or Georgia. Well, the state's predominantly black. Yeah, but the country is white. Yeah. So, and you can always frame out to to fit your your everything you look on TV, all the stuff you see. You know, there's, what's his name? Gary, Gary uh, Owen. Comedian. Yeah. White comedian. Yeah. Married to a black woman. Does predominantly his fan base. Yeah. And he does black comedy. Does black comedy. And he would always talk about, you know, his whole world was nothing but he saw black people. Yeah. But he always knew he was white. And every yeah. time he that privilege always kicked in when he wanted to do some next level stuff. Yeah. Like, so you can there can be all your friends, everybody you know, this, that, but you could switch that off.
1: Like uh, exactly. I mean, it's just like Eminem. I mean, white privilege got him be being What they say, quote unquote, is the largest, the biggest, excuse me, the biggest hip hop artist. Yeah. And that's his privilege. And it got nothing to do with nothing more than his privilege. And the fact that he does have rhyme skills, but that white privilege brings it over the edge. The simple fact that hip hop right now, when we talk about it, looking at it right now, some of the most lyrical artists now are white boys right there's this what guy g easy and this other kid i don't know what his name logic or some crap i don't know what his name is but these are like the artists while we're like that's the type of rap we're doing you got these artists that are really actually you can understand their lyrics and they're being lyrical where back in the days that was frowned upon right and in the same sense you have the, the bigger artists that are like MacLemore who had had pop culture success a few years ago, like they get these, these, uh, uh, just get admiration. And even Adele, Adele, what makes her so greater than Jasmine O'Sullivan, Jasmine Sullivan, Jasmine Sullivan, I believe is way better of an artist than her, but because of her privilege, because of her voice that they feel like, oh, let us put Adele in this this top category okay. because she is this great white woman who can sing her butt off. Privilege, man.
0: Okay, well, that that's an old phrase. He's called that blue-eyed soul. Uh,
1: ah, I like that, blue-eyed that soul. Blue-eyed soul.
0: But, but a couple of those to put in there, just to, to put into context, to Macklemore, the, the, the white dude from Seattle. Now, a big reason why he got his nod was because uh he did the theme song to the gay lesbian struggle that same love when they passed the same sex marriage that he released his song in the same time and that was the song that was played when they did the mass marriages when they did all the awards what stuff What song was that the same love with the guys. He's like explaining. That's it, the fact is it, did, it went over your head. I thought,
1: I thought it was. I thought it was a thrift store song. No, that was just that, that was a catchy song. No, but that was the song that threw him over the top. No, oh, no, 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 no. That nah. was the first song that threw him over the top. No, no, no. That's the song.
0: That would have been one hit Wonderland.
1: Yeah. Like, that, OK. But, but that but, was the song that started. Now, I get what you're saying. That so he, kind of he, kept the, the fire is, going. Because realistically, the
0: thrift shop song, if you didn't know what the dude looked like. That song was a, was a catchy I one hit song, it. but not personal preference. Hated it. But across the board, it, it did well. It was a single. <laughs> you know what I mean? I you wouldn't that. you wouldn't listen to twelve songs that sound like oh, it. No. But it was a single song. I it Was a catchy song. To hear that shit? Yeah, but but I mean, so he he had a one hit, but his follow up was pushing the gay lesbian Man.
1: struggle at the right time, and that's another white privilege matters point. We cannot even talk and discuss about gay and lesbian issues without being homophobic. Like, seriously, if we say something too, too out of the ordinary, we are going to get smashed, bashed, and they want to take our podcast off the air. And it's that the, the whole Bruce Jenner, Catalina Jenner kind of conversation. It was like, I remember posting up something and I got everybody that was a quote unquote friend in my struggle of the black lives and and black liberation movement come at me as if I was now turning homophobe because I had to question about the situation like come on you can't sit there and tell me that this white privilege does not matter in America it doesn't matter if you're white gay it doesn't matter if you want to be white and be black it's all a privilege and they have it to the point to where you cannot even question and when we get into deeper some of the other incidents of why white privilege matters people will understand why we're bringing it up and why it's such a, a sick disease that white folks have on top of white supremacy they got white privilege it's crazy okay
0: so these different <laughs> The j- also just said just put it in a framework and the reason why because there are people who will sit there and say no it's not a privilege because they're white it's a privilege because they're gay this is where there's a difference Oh god!
1: I know I hear what you're saying so let's, let's...
0: this is the difference if you're a black homosexual oh, in America, you're you're black first. <laughs> so whatever it is that you that that the, all that 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 push the, that you the, the, the LBGT yeah. community that pushes does not apply to you yes. because you are going your blackness will supersede your homosexuality. Is, yes. So uh, if you get worked over, but like, if you're black and you get worked over and you're blatantly gay, yeah. like like overtly homosexual, yeah. and police brutality, mob bar fight, yeah. anything. You just a negro that got beat up. Yeah. If you're the same dude, same age, same situation, but you happen to be white and overtly homosexual, uh-huh. then it's a hate crime. Yeah. That regardless of if it, whatever that situation plays out, it, it, the, the dynamics are different, the repercussions are different. Yes, the, sir. the What comes down the pike later is different. Yep. So, the people who think they say, No, it, it's not be, It's because they're, it's a gay privilege, oh, no, it's a, a white, white gay freak. privilege. Yeah, yeah, sir.
1: And that's the whole thing with Michael Sam, right? When he came yeah. out. And you know, people will say, Oh, he wasn't really that great in football. I, you know what? He was mediocre, but yeah. He was mediocre, but there's a lot of mediocre football players out there, right? And in the same sense, he made people uncomfortable. The simple fact it wasn't because he was gay, it was because he was black and gay. And now, with that being said, I guarantee you, if he had never come out, he would have been on some NFL roster somewhere. He's not even talked about as much as he was when he came out. I think he's bagging groceries somewhere now. He's probably (laughs) trying to figure out some type of reality show. He came out and he did all this stuff. I guarantee you, he's thinking back and probably wishing that he probably maybe got a few years under his belt then came out but he decided to try to be that trophy and i think that's where the setup happens it's like you know the gay community was probably cheering him on like yeah you go ahead do it and a lot of those other gay white athletes were probably like yeah yeah go ahead test the fans to see what happens what happens yeah. Nobody came up after him. That was predominant because we know there's probably some things going on.
0: Okay, I'm a, I was a sports writer for a few years. Okay. I worked you know for NBA. Few. Worked for an NBA player for a while. Been a bunch of a couple of cousins playing okay. the league and the NFL and stuff. I, by and large, there are a lot, a lot, I guess, a yes. lot of yes. homosexual men in professional sports. Yes. So it, it, we're not talking about they're uh, switch hitters. Let's say that the one guy on the nah, one team in the hitters, one sport, bro. every team. It's got at least one. Wow. So, uh, they ain't coming out
1: for... for, There's there's always a reason. Even with the Frank Ocean thing. Like, literally, this dude was about to have a mega career. And as soon as he's done switched and sat there and said, Hey, guess what? This is what it is. Dude, promise you that it went from levels of, of high expectations to levels of obscurity. And it was because simply that... It is almost taboo for black gay men to come out that strong and not be as flamboyant. I think that if they were super flamboyant, they may have had more of an option like a RuPaul or or something to that nature. Yeah. but. They were still trying to have some masculinity, and that's a no go, bro. That is a no go. He's either gay, feminine, or you're you you're not going to be anything close to being yeah, gay masculine.
0: It's going to be very. It's a hard sell. But 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 let's let's be honest with this too, though. When it comes to that issue of gay men, first off, that's us. That's the in-house thing, because when the backlash to to homosexual black men is not from white people so issues with with
1: uh but the homosexual homosexual gay black men get treated just as bad as they do with their white gay counterparts it's not like they're all there's racism in the gay community no no no. i agree with you (laughs) what i'm saying
0: is is that for for just so clarifying for everybody here this is a this is the issue of if a gay black man has an issue it's not because he's gay. No. It's because he's black. Yeah, when it pertains to other races, yeah. if a gay black man has an issue because he's gay, it's more often than not going to be with other black people. Yeah, I get we, it. If you go to most white girls, Hispanic girls, Asian girls, they got a gay black friend. <laughs> they don't have an issue with gay black men. Nah. You know, uh, Demario is cool with them. Yes,
1: sir. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's us who have the issue with the gay black people. You know what, brother, I don't I I don't have you know, you want to be As gay people. Yeah. That's that's what it is. I don't none of that stuff bothers me, but I just don't like the privilege that comes with it. Yeah. I don't like the white privilege that comes with it. The the, the almost it's like uh uh the right to do whatever, like you're uh, uh you know, you're crowned, you know, the, the prince jewel, and I feel like When we talk about so many different issues about race and then when you go into what the framework of what we're looking at and why I have said in so many different posts, so many different conversations about white privilege matters. And it's kind of it's it's a a hysterical hashtag, but in reality, it's such a true hashtag. You look at incidents and let's go into one of the, the major incidents right now that's currently happening is the Brock Turner thing. Okay. Right? The young Stanford guy, right? Rape an unconscious girl. Okay. You have these Vanderbilt boys, and we are not saying and condoning rape, because rape, you mother effers need to go get thrown under the bridge and probably get broom fucked, right? We're not condoning that. But in the same content, we have to look at it the way it is in the framework of our, our justice system, why blacks can't believe in it. You have Brock Turner, fluent influential family that he had went to stanford this young kid who won white privilege let's start right here they show a shot of him it's this nice college pick right not the mug shot but the nice college pick and this mother effa gets only six months does three the rest of the other three is going to be on ankle monitor gets a police escort when he gets out All kind of fucking fanfare by the goddamn media. And you have these brothers that are being on trial right now in Vanderbilt. Three of them did the same thing. One has already got 15 years. And the last guy we talked about in one of our other podcasts, Darren Sharper, this piece of crap, got 18 years. And I'm not condoning that he shouldn't have got 18. He should have got life. But how in the hell do you get that kind of... Of 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 privilege in the same sense where these black guys did the same exact thing and the rules reversed. that's just crazy to me. Okay,
0: so and and that's a great example to start with referring to the Vanderbilt guys because one argument would be is that it's not a race issue that it's it's our rape culture because how we see rape as a society because not only uh, alluding to the block the uh, Brock Turner but um, Several other dudes. So uh, David Becker, he was a college student who wasn't uh, charged so, because so he could enjoy the college experience. I
1: heard about that. He was night. a
0: college. So he allegedly <laughs> wow. raped this girl and did no jail time, nothing because they want to take away his college experience. Wow. The same with John Enox. He pled guilty to raping two women. Like this is not even a question of if he did it allegedly <laughs> nothing. He pled guilty to raping two women. Got one year probation. And no jail time, as well as uh, you take it even a step further to uh, Joseph Presley. He's a 23-year-old babysitter who raped the eight-year-old and got 30 days uh, 30 days in jail. He raped the eight-year-old. A 23-year-old babysitter raped the an eight-year-old and got 30 days for, for molesting. And what was the reason for that? Because the judge said that prison would be too hard for him. Do you so
1: so this is so this is okay? This is why we say white privilege matters.
0: So, this is the frame because some people will make the argument well, this is just how we view rape in this culture, in this country. This is how we uh minimalize the significance of what women go through or, or molestation, whatever. No, because it's because it's starting with your example of the Vanderbilt dudes. No, no, we will drop the hammer yes, on rapists. Yes, sir. We will throw the book at yeah. rapists. Yes, sir. Well, you will get. You will catch like Samuel L. They'll come at you with uh, great vengeance and furious yes, anger if you put your hands on the wrong girl, depending upon what you look like. Yes, sir. So our rape culture in this society is not that we give passes to sexual assault. Mm-hmm. It's
1: who we choose. To, to come after after they committed these horrible crimes. And the thing about it, the unfortunate thing is when you hear stories like uh, the one young black kid who uh, shot a, a, a canine, a police canine, got like 42 years. That's shooting police officer. You, you then you got a, a, a woman who uh, brought her child, black woman who brought her child to another school district. Right. And she got a few years for that. To go bring her child to a better school. Okay. You 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 hear these things. You hear about the the black woman in Florida that was trying to protect herself and did the whole uh, shot in the air. Shot in the air and and it was who's it? it was what was it? Our, our, the freaking guy that uh, that we uh, that killed Trayvon Martin? Oh Zimmerman. Zimmerman did the whole the whole Zimmerman thing, right? Yeah. Didn't shoot shot nobody. Shot in the air. Shot, shot in the air. Shot. This she just got released, but she had to do at least three years. Yeah. These kind of things. And, and, and then in the same sense, the uh, uh, I want to believe it was the Kentucky judge that spoke against the white uh, jury that was basically saying this is unjust and spoke out against white juries convicting black people unfairly he got reprimanded he had to apologize to the white counterparts and he got uh suspended for with no pay so if keeping all this in context, so they've already done
0: numerous studies in this country to where um so you could take an example to where they'll say a 22 year old white male who commits a crime is just a kid you know they still call johnny manziel a kid they call you know 24, 25 year old white he's still a kid he's still learning doesn't want to throw his life away but yet they'll charge black fourteen year olds as an adult yes sir and and they've showed all these studies and research to where just at face value just looking they they equate the black children are less innocent yes sir just by look and that uh, black children are more mature and aware yeah so like if, if a eight year old white kid punches a kid. That's just boys being boys. It's just being kids. They're yeah. just playing. Yeah. If a eight year old black kid pushes him, he's mean spirited. He's got a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. He's a problem yes, child. Sir. So that association is already instilled in children. Yeah. So now take 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 the white side of the game out. So imagine if you grow up in a society where you were always viewed as a potential criminal. Wow. You were never given the benefit of the doubt. You are always seen as if it's got the ties never going to the runner. Yeah. So when you grow up in this society and that's what you're under and you look over at the other side of the fence and that person is always getting them. He's still young. <laughs> boys will be boys. Yeah. He, he, there's no point throwing his whole life away for one mistake. Yeah. We all made we all acted stupid at 20. We all made mistakes in college. Yes, sir. You know, 25, you still got your whole life ahead of you. When that's the the other side that you look at, this is where you get so much energy and so much emotion when it pertains to phrases uh, of white privilege. So this is where this is also like just to put the framework in, because I I hear a lot of times whenever you address anything white privilege, a lot of white people just don't get it. No, they don't get it. And so that's the scope to look at. If you if you if you're a brother and sister, if your sister is Marsha and you're Jan. Yeah. Like every time something, the sun always shines on the other side of the street for somebody else. Yeah. But you always walking under a cloud like slept rock yeah. that you're going to start to feel a certain kind of way just every day. Yes. So these are some of the things that these are examples of what we see that we're aware of yeah. that most white people don't see. Yeah. They look at it as, oh, man, he that kid must have had money yeah. or his daddy must have pulled some strings. Yes. Or it, it's never because of what color they are. And let's just say for the sake of argument, it's not. But when you're on the other side, it's just coincidence that all these other
1: circumstances yeah. happen to only happen to white people. The funniest thing about like the conversation, and a lot of people don't want to have this conversation, it's even with men, white males, of course, in particular, that have cre- created these heinous acts where the nation has kind of focused on they walk out alive yeah. blacks end up being dead the dylan roof situation is one of those situations where he actually got took into burger king right shot nine shot people in a church nine people in a church right after prayer he wanted to because he wanted to spark off what he said a race war right yeah. this young man was took it to a burger king before he was actually taken to jail. And a simple fact that he is alive and breathing is, is out of my mind when you have unarmed black men, unarmed black women that have gotten killed just for grabbing for their license, just for selling CDs, just for uh, uh, selling cigarettes, just for being black, just for absolutely nothing. You look at these situations like Dylan Roof. The Colorado incident. Okay, well, I, it, it's it's numerous things so, that you say. What the fuck is going on? So man? if
0: you're somebody who can sit there and say, okay, well Dylan Roof uh, went quietly. He he put his he put his gun down, had his arms in the air, and and he was able to be detained without any issue or backlash. Then go back to shooting to the, to the shooting in Colorado, the Batman shooting. Oh man, the gentleman who uh, let me uh, throw that out. The, the motherfucker that locked the movie theater door. Like get this, get get the, you in case you forgot. You got to get the visual in your head. He snuck. Uh, he had a bag full of miscellaneous guns in a, in like a, a a knapsack, like a bag. He he stashed those on the side of the movie theater. Came into the movie theater, opened up the door, grabbed the bag that had all the guns in it, chained the movie theater door closed. Walked to the front to the top of the movie theater and starts opening fire in the theater. As people ran down to the, to the exit door, the exit door was chain locked. They couldn't get it open. So then they had to run back up towards him who was shooting. He was shooting indiscriminately. Uh-huh. He shot men, women, there was there was tests of there shows of guys who died because they laid on top of women. One uh-huh. dude, he laid on top of his girlfriend and he absorbed all the bullets so uh-huh. she could live. Men, women, child, anybody could get it. S- single shot, semi-automatic, he had it all. So now, why was there even a conversation? <laughs> When the police showed up, now he didn't lick shots in a room yeah, full of people, the indiscriminately thing. shooting whomever yeah. could catch it. And the fact that he was quiet, that he was peacefully detained, that's what when we on our, our side are like, there's no way in hell, hell at all. that any black dude could walk into any situation not at all. And, and just start licking shots indiscriminately. And, and, and survive that. And the police talk it out with him and then, and outside. Then
1: when, and then when you talk about that, and I love how you vividly kind of brought that that back. And I and I hate. Hopefully, there was nobody that had any family members or is listening that was a part of that incident in Colorado because it brought me chills as you describe that incident, as heinous as it was. It also takes me back to just recently in the Dallas shootings when yeah. the cops got allegedly got killed, and the simple fact that all of a sudden. It went from, wait, we see this guy is the, shock, the, uh, the cop killer. No, 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 it's not him. Whoa, whoa, maybe we got this person. No, 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 the person is in the building. Uh-oh, we're going to put a droid in there, and this person has disappeared and blown away. Let's blow him up. That makes no sense. Why not negotiate, get him, and we can figure out what's going on, right? Why why do you want to eliminate this guy? Like, why, why, why not capture him. the damage has already been done why are you not going to let him live and, and and set his trial date so we can figure it all out because let's be
0: real about it the the the, the keeping with the movie theater shooter he was he had multiple firearms pistols rifles all this stuff uh, shooting the the shooter in the dallas and i give no no pass or credence to the dude to the dallas shooter i give no props
1: he was shooting. It was a Dallas shooter. What
0: I'm saying, but th- those <laughs> if shots. It was a Dallas shooter. Call what was. it was, was a high powered single shot rifle. Like, he wasn't. He didn't have yeah, a. Yeah, he didn't have anything. But I'm saying, he didn't have an Uzi where he, he was shooting. Man, he wasn't so, equipped like that. But what I'm saying is, is that the probability of danger was 10 times higher with a movie theater yeah, shooter exactly. in a confined room That's with really? multiple firearms than in a building with a guy with a single shot sniper rifle. Yeah. But yet, you could peacefully have a conversation and detain the mentally unstable yeah. dude with the multiple fire. Uh-huh. But you had to bomb the building
1: uh-huh. where the other dude was at. It's 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 almost like what we talk about. We always talk about the Second Amendment rights, about the gun control and all this type of stuff. Remember the incident that happened? Well, it was in Oregon, I believe. The it was standoff. So. The standoff? Yeah. How long that standoff would have lasted if it was a bunch of Negroes? Depending upon what, where they were. And this is why I say that is that Negroes would have no, had 24 hours to figure out their situation and guns would have no, been no, drawn no, no, this real is, talk No, no, dog, no, no let's you, be honest I
0: am and that's what I'm let's, explaining let's why let's be honest bro this I'm why. ah yeah
1: no I hear it out I hear you out but I'm just gonna let you know off top because the the white man the white woman can get away with bloody murder it's just like how white people were sitting out the White Lives Matter here we go with the matters again the matter gang were sitting out in front of the Houston NAACP not being properly checked, just sitting there with guns, with guns, and guess what? Nothing happened. Nothing. It just, just like in Dallas, when that biker gang, Pier 6 brawl, like seven or nine people got no, killed. Nobody went to jail. <laughs> no, no. Anybody that went to jail, they got out. Yeah. No charges. Get out of here. No, the, I, the only reason
0: why I said the difference about how long could black people have a standout on federal land for a federal building where they're taking it over before they would they would have been cleared out before dinner time the only time they let black people do stuff like this is when we destroy our stuff like <laughs> <laughs> they let the watch riot go Oh yeah they did until it started to overlap into and, and, into the to the to the more fluid areas and yeah. folks started looting, then all of a sudden they had yeah. to do it. They still ain't. If you go to watch now, there's still yeah. those burnt out buildings
1: yeah. that they ain't that's fixed. Let, and then it also did the, the, the Rodney King ride. Right, they let that go as well. Yeah, but I mean, same that same right. Yeah. same right. And, and, and you know, but you're not talking about the 1960. Uh, no, uh, no, the, no, no, the, no, no, no. I'm talking about the 90. I'm talking about the okay. 92. Well, that, that's yeah. That's, that's the, the Watts riots. 90, 1960 is totally different then. yeah. I'm the talking. I'm riots. talking about the King rights.
0: Okay. Uh, and and so. So that's why I said it depends on where you are. Well, I, don't,
1: I, I, I disagree because I think that at the end of the day with the climate of America, like when they see Negro with gun, they see danger. I mean, that's why they actually put a law here in California because the Panthers walked into the state capitol. You know what I'm saying? So when you look at that and then we see all these other things that has gone on historically in present day, talking about guns, like how ironic and how humorous. And this is not taking away any of the foolishness that our good friend Chris Brown has done. But again, white privilege pulls a plays a part when the poor white girl calls the police and says, I got a gun put to my head by Chris Brown. And then the media comes out, drugs, guns thrown out the window. And I mean and, and, and Chris Brown is an idiot in some ways, but Chris Brown isn't an idiot in that way, right? Crazy and, when
0: Ray J was the voice of reason.
1: It, yeah, <laughs> right, right. And then in the same sense, because of her privilege, you had a SWAT team. You had all of LAPD circling this dude's mansion. And the reports were guns, drugs, money. And here we find out, first of all, what's the girl's name? Uh, what's the old girl's name? I well, yeah, I, I don't I don't uh, Bailey Bailey, all right, whatever Bailey. her freaking name is Miss Bailey, Bailey, right? Bailey Curran, Bailey Curran. Okay, find out that she is a a a, a freaking klepto. <laughs> Secondly, she called TMZ, and third, guess what? There was no guns, there was no drugs. Yeah, but the media doesn't want to talk about that. Like, give the devil his due. Has Chris Brown had issues in the past? For sure, but even in the sense situation of Rihanna when he got into that mess. That dude is not as dumb, especially in the climate of America, to do something with a white girl. If you couldn't get away with doing something to a Negro girl, trust and believe you're not going to get away with doing something with a white girl, how dare the media portray this innocent white girl as an innocent bystander. And as she lies about Chris Brown, you now hear nothing about the conversation about that Chris Brown story and the white girl story, because white privilege matters.
0: All that stuff went to rest. Cause once they found out she was on un- like, uh, all the, the criminal stuff associated with her, they just killed the story.
1: Not only that, when they found out that there was really, there was no guns and no drugs. Yeah. Well, but there's no story. Here's the problem.
0: And, in keeping with that, Chris set himself up on multiple levels. A, he had this chick in the building that he didn't know.
1: Should not have had that.
0: You know, uh, B, when you create a persona that's, you know, you always throw your pistols in the sky persona. And you start running with, with, with trying to get your street cred up. You're not helping your case. You're not. You're not. Bro, like. It's not a justification okay.
1: for what she did, but it is a justification of what she did, because at the same time, regardless of rules of engagement or how it played out, if this is the state of America and the Constitution and the rights that we have, like they're not supposed to go off. And just because of some white poor girl says, oh, this person had a gun and ransack your, your, your crib or no, no, try to go ahead. And I agree you with you. That, on, no, man.
0: no, I agree with you. That's my point. This is where we talk about the difference between white privilege. Chris Brown was arrested and convicted on his assault charge when I had to deal with Brianna. Yeah, but he wasn't no, on no, probation. No, no, anymore. no, no, no. Hear the whole thing out. And so you know you would look at sideways. You're gonna be looked at sideways from now on anyway. To me, Chris Brown is like why OJ shouldn't be in prison right now.
1: When you when oh, something that, oh, no, that, no, no, no. that's the biggest white privilege no, 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 in the no, no, freaking no. world. No, no. But when
0: something happens to you once. There are certain you should be making extra, extra moves to avoid stuff. Which is why I say for Chris Brown, when you know they're looking for you to do stuff, who you run with, how you move, all that you need to take extra precautions. But I think that. but, but, But I'm saying this is defining exactly what we're talking about. That does not carry over if you're white. Charlie Sheen can can get high and run Jesus all the hookers, Christ. prostitutes, all that all day, don't even and speak. it don't make a difference. We don't all just forgot about Robert Downey Jr. Because depending on how old you are, if you were a particular oh, yeah, age, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. was the poster child that, that for that drug
1: addicts, drunk yeah. driving, sloppy abuse. But, but, but he sure enough cleaned it up very much so I can kind of give him a little bit of a pass well, because at the same time in the same section, the stretch of that moment like they was there was a privilege was giving him opportunity, opportunity after opportunity after opportunity but they've done that with some black actors as Ooh. well Ooh. Uh, let's see they did that with ain't don't nobody. let me go don't let me go blank now ain't nobody let me had go, a
0: run let me get, like put it on those two there is no equivalent oh, they should Robert so, to Robert Charlie Downey Shee Jr. Has, yeah, he's had, or yeah. Charlie Shee, There's no black
1: equivalent. I to can't, to can't. to 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 that I can't, and those I can't. many breaks. Okay, cuz they had the only a- break I could give you is and it wasn't a repeated offender, but I mean at the same time Chris Brown was getting breaks because at the same point they wasn't putting him in jail until they finally had no choice but to put him in jail and then the same fact of R Kelly but all that was money moves, right? But at the same time, Robert Downey Jr. did spend time in jail. Well,
0: that's what I'm saying. The, the, the difference between, like, say, at R. Kelly is, is that Robert Downey Jr. got the conviction. Yeah, he did spend so, some time. So it's one thing if it's an accusation, but they was, they, Rick James, that was the Rick James Award, yeah. could have been handed to yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And every time he would come back and fall off, he kept getting more and more yeah, breaks, more and more get opportunities. Get but I'm saying, but that's the difference. Yeah. If you find an equivalent in a black actor or or something, you'll hear in the beginning oh. they, had would, some, they had some they basically what you're saying is Like that. Samuel L. Jackson had a drug problem before he was Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. But like, you didn't even really know because he was a nobody. You didn't know who he was yeah. when he was on drugs like yeah. that. Then, as he became famous, he had to let that so stuff go really to playing, expel He was really his
1: playing himself in, in the in, beginning in a, in a Jungle Fever movie. Yeah, yeah, very- he he could very he could connect. Yeah. 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 yeah,
0: yeah, But there's no way you could have been Samuel L. Jackson, been that dude,
1: and then got back to being Samuel L. Oh, Jackson. Okay, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, you think about it. I mean, every white actor uh, has had that moment. I mean, you've heard there uh, Zach Zephron right? He's the, the the white kid on High School High. I ain't never seen a movie Are you freaking kidding <laughs> I haven't seen the movie I'm being real I, I I mean, this, And he was just on The movie with the fraternity Like you know The fraternity With the other guy uh, Seth uh, Rogan Another one I ain't seen Well, well Anyway I'm that- not. The whole world could have seen. It. I'm okay, just saying. Yeah. I'm out the loop. Right, well, I, I know, missed it. This this kid, you know, I guess you know, high school high was like kind of his his breakout. And shoot, this dude was on the low. Was all kind of druggies and everything. I didn't even know. I was like, damn. I thought the young boy was look like good you know yes, kind see, of a a, see, a clean a clean actor. But in the same sense, he had his issues. But he still gets thrown in that. That spotlight, like yo, here is the actor, the next big thing. And when you took at Charlie Sheen, the dude is walking around with AIDS, yo. Yeah. With AIDS, so it's clearly that they either have a cure or they really don't give two shits. Because at the same time, with his privilege, he has literally had unprotected sex with some of these women, and no one's talking about
0: it. This would be. They would If he was black, Charlie Sheen would have been like that. I mean, think up. about
1: what happened with Magic Johnson.
0: He came out... Well, the, the difference with him is uh, protecting sex with his wife, she didn't have it. Bro. Oh, no, no, no. Bro. Here's the difference. And so whatever their arrangement was, she didn't come out and say, oh, I was having sex with him for years and I didn't know. Cookie kept it in the closet.
1: Oh, yeah, well, now, as we know now, Magic Johnson doesn't have HIV. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, whatever. You know, making money right. makes a difference. Well, yeah, it definitely makes a difference. <laughs> and at the same sense, I look at it all in a in, in a fabrication of yes, that money does help a lot of what their privilege is. But in the same conditions, we have went from uh, the normal, the normal white guy, the killer white guy, to the high powered actor white guy, and it's all in the same sense of privilege. Okay, so let's let's
0: let's put it in a slightly different angle. Because we're addressing a privilege to the dominant culture. Yeah. And, and, and when I say that, that just strictly, strictly means in numbers and influence. Yeah. And, and so now, if it was reversed, if, if the, the population changed, where the United States of America became 60% black yeah. and 15% white, yeah.
1: how do you think black people would treat white people? Shit, probably with open arms. I swear to God, with open arms. They, they, they do it right now. White people, I mean, black people don't hate white people like that. Really, no, no, no. Okay, another the, another
0: good point to address, too, is that they're the belief system. I think we said it before in one of the other shows about the, the Airy Spears. They I made mean, the comment about the, the, the biggest Jedi mind trick ever played was that black people are these vicious, violent, horrible human beings mm. to white people. Mm. Never do you hear about black people just going after white folks. No. Never. No. you you may find there's some isolated incidences yeah yeah, yeah. and when they, so when they talk about that's what they address uh black on black crime per, per Cap just just that that fictitious that the, yeah, fictitious th- that they put yes. up
1: let's, let's, let's
0: but a big sure reason that, why they don't there's not an overwhelming alarm numbers of black on white homicide mm. because we don't do it
1: yeah like it's that's what's like beyond crazy to me. But at the same time, when you want to turn around and look at the vicious history of America, you can find a whole trail of whites lynching or whites killing, torturing, abusing, raping black people. You can find it all over our history. We can find it currently as the henchmen are taking out a lot of our black okay. males and black females. Okay,
0: so so keeping with the example of if we flip the numbers. Uh, so do you think that black people would be more inclined to to help out other black people? Because this is my belief, is that we look at you know white people as a dominant culture. But if you put, if you made America 60% Asian, It would be an Asian privilege because Asians would look out for their own before they would look out for somebody else. And there would be a a, a bias if you made it if it was a 60 percent Latino nation. Jose's going to give Hector a break before he's going to give me or you a break. So is it a question of there's an issue with the other
1: race to the privilege or are we just simply talking about I'm just kind of hooking up my people. But here's the thing you hooking up your people, and I understand that, and I definitely get what your analogy is on that level. But in the same sense, when we're talking about certain uh, laws, certain uh, rules that have been in place for everyone to have equal opportunity and blatant disrespect on certain cultures and blatant privilege is shown time after time, yeah. it's almost kind of like you got to be kidding me. Like the, the the Brock Turner thing is like one of those you got to be kidding me. The fact that O.J. went to jail not for a, a murder but for some stolen items that he was going to get and yeah, didn't was, do he anything. He was set up. He was set up. And it's like he's serving max time. Let's say he even did the crime, but he's serving max time for something so petty. It, it, you 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 look at it like yo y'all are just like putting different rules in a game it's like well, the game is it's so rigged that i don't even want to play in the game okay man. but i've always said this too and this has been my belief and i think
0: that remove remo- remove the issue of white folks for a second about just for for just keep it strictly black not even addressing uh other other ethnicities in the country is that if, if all of a sudden the, the president of the united states whomever that is walked up to the podium tapped the mic said hey look um uh, This is the hustle. Uh, We in control right now. Um, We ain't doing nothing to to, to give up the keys. And this is just pretty much how it's going to be. Drops the mic. (laughs) Says peace out. I think that there would be much more of a uh, togetherness amongst other ethnicities. Uh, Now granted there'd be some assholes. uh, uh, (laughs) There'd be a little slight increase of assholes that was white. But I think that there'd be more together and bondage because I think what it is is that we keep going to like what Kaepernick was addressing about the, the, this this song and this nation is not living up to its creed. It's not living up to its promise. We're the only people who still are waiting for it to do that.
1: Oh. I think yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. every other group. Every other group has kind of accepted that the United, game is rigged. The game is rigged, and you know we keep on wanting to accept. Uh, we want. We 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 don't want to accept. That daddy is is not necessarily our daddy, and daddy doesn't really like us as much as we want to believe he does. Like he does not want to take care of us, he's not going to see us. We have found our foundation into begging into a system and feeling so compelled to get so heartbroken every time a system doesn't work out for us. And that's why I tell any single person, you don't want to have to deal with white privilege because in the same sense, you will get your ass shafted. And when I say that, like you go in there to the courts, you're dealing with white privilege. Don't think that you're going to be dealing with a constitution. You're dealing with white privilege. So whatever that judge feels on that day for you, that judge will do hope that judge has had good relationships with blacks hope that judge doesn't feel that kind of hate and and got picked on by black people or or got cut for a black person on a team it's just so blatant where even in the same sense where white folks would even try to give black privilege to black folks this black privilege right when in athletics and entertainment, when they have to understand that there's even no privilege in that, no because guess there. what, you own it. We don't. We are just the entertainers. We are just the flock. We are just the sheep. So we. So in your opinion, do you think we would
0: just be better off if we just said, look, um, quit going at this with some expectation? Expect to get screwed at every turn. You got to think that. Well, no, no. But I, I'm saying, but because I think that's where. Because this is why I, when I ever had these conversations, specifically more so with white people, not just non-black, but but more white people, they are getting that mentality of, look, the reason why there's so much frustration, the reason why there's so much anger, the reason why there's so much anxiety is because you have a group of people who is waiting for the day that the other team plays by the rules. Without changing them, without, you know, stepping on the line, without getting all these passes. If we just
1: accept it that the game will never be fair. Not never will. It, 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 it never will be fair. It, it, it's 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 stupid to think a game will be decided in your favor when the rules were made without you, when the plan and the playbook had you not in mind, but they had you as just a simple pawn to move around. You're not a king, you're not a queen, and you were really exiled in the Super Bowl celebration, so to speak. So when you have like all these different things, these, these, these current America that we live in kind of showing us the truth and the right. And the wrong is wrong, but it's wrong for blacks, but it's not wrong for whites. And we look at guys like Woody Allen, Hugh Hefner, who have just done whatever they want to do with young girls, young girls or young boys, whatever, and they get passes. And I'm not gonna give this piece of crap R. Kelly a pass, but then guys like R. Kelly and Bill Cosby get ridiculed as well as they should. But they look the other way on Elvis, on Jerry Lee Lewis, on, on all the- Jerry Lee Lewis. His girl was his
0: underage cousin. Um, but I uh, but I'm saying like I think for, for us to move forward is that if we see this within whenever we teach the idea about just leave them alone, separation, socioeconomic uh segregation, <laughs> uh about just buckling down, circling the wagons and just doing their own thing. Yeah. Uh, that's when you're seen as uh, you're promoting races. Nah. You're promote no, no no no. This was said. No I'm
1: just saying. That's I, I, what's yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But if more of us got on board with the idea of, I think it's like if you get if you're a parent and you've got four kids huh? and you blatantly have a favorite. Yeah. Like blatantly. There's no question whatsoever. Yeah. Instead of being pissed every single day that you're not treated as fairly as your older brother, uh. just accept that
1: you never will be. Okay. Yeah. That's just. I mean, yeah. Because I mean, think about it. When we uh, Look at what happened in just the Olympics, right? And it was, it was, and it, and it was like kind of Olympics was going, and next thing you know, there was some Gabby talk, and it was like, wait a minute, Gabby, and why weren't you holding or standing up or holding your your nice hand to the chest for America, Gabby? This, Gabby, that, and this is like two Olympics in a row where Gabby has gotten some heat, but then here came the riot story, yeah. right? Young Ryan, the the golden boy swimmer, right? Him and his boys come up with this big elaborate story that they got robbed. And and think about it in the height of what Perulie's brutality it was. It was like, whoa, you got robbed in the foreign land of Brazil, and Brazil has done everything in its power. Because they've done everything in its power to take the Olympics away or make it seem like Brazil was going to be the worst Olympics ever due to so many different things that was happening. And here is the black eye. And then to come to find out all white privilege matters, Ryan was just lying. And his boys told on Ryan. And instead of Ryan being thrown in the heat pit like Gabby was for something minute. This guy gets a freaking face-to-face interview with another golden white boy, Matt from NBC. And they get to try to plot and plan of got making Ryan look like a better figure. And it was even talks of Ryan kind of, uh, uh, what was he doing? Doing a facelift to his career by going to Dancing with the Stars. Like, the white people have the privilege to do facelifts. We do Face time <laughs> in the prisons and 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 get uh, banished from the the little moments that we have for almost a lifetime. It seems like even with uh, Chris Brown doing the things that he did, it took him years until he finally said, "You know what? Screw going back into that uh society that I once was of being a golden boy. I'm going to be true to myself." Right? Because he got outed, and in the same sense, it almost made him a bigger. Uh, icon in a certain way but the privilege brother the privilege that these white people have is almost utterly ridiculous
0: all right well i'm not disagreeing with you that that the privilege is strong i think that it's it's apparent and i think for if you're somebody who's tired of hearing about it because there's a lot of folks i'm tired of hearing that i'm privileged i'm tired of this that whatever this is these are just some eye-opening examples Now, your day-to-day life may personally suck. You may hate your job. You may hate your kids. You can't stand your dude. You can't stand your girl. Your boss is riding you. There may be some black person, male or female, at your job who's getting better kudos, got a better office than you. Like, in your personal situation, you may not be able to see it. The thing about racism, it's a team sport. Mm -hmm. It's systemic. So, the individual may not be able to sit there and say, my life is this. No, but the team you play for is motherfucking winning. Uh. And, and it goes back to the to, to, to Chris Rock joke when he talked about how where he lived at. And he said, on my block, he said, there's five black people. He said, there's me. There's uh, Mary J. Blige has a house. Eddie Murphy has a house. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal has a house. And uh, and he was saying, I think Denzel had a house there on, on that, that the area, the, the exclusive place that he lived. He said, Mary J. Blige, queen of hip hop soul, one of the greatest R and B singers of all time. Eddie Murphy, one of the godfathers of stand up comedy, and his movies have done blockbuster numbers. Shaquille O'Neal, one of the most dominant NBA players of all time. You know, Denzel, one of the greatest actors, pound for pound, that, that the world is known in his versatility. He said, Do you know what the guy who lives next door to me does for a living? He said, my next door neighbor is a dentist. Hmm. He said, do you know what kind of dentist you'd have to be to be black to live in my neighborhood? He said, you have to invent teeth. Hmm. Like the scale of which that one has to accomplish for strictly nothing other than our color is, is amazing. He said, there's a one legged white bus boy in this building right now and he wouldn't trade places with me and I'm rich. Like the opportunities that are allotted to you for being white is something
1: as simple as the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And that may not mean anything to you in the middle of your struggle. And that's exactly, I think that's such a common and easy definition of white privilege matters. It's the benefit of the doubt. It's the benefit of the doubt that you will go to a court of law and be trialed and tried by your peers and have the opportunity to maybe get justice or even have done something and be free. Where you're black, oh man.
0: You're the devil. You're demon. You've been bad. You've been a you bad You have to seed prove yourself jumping. not to be guilty from the jump. Well, it, the difference is that when you go to, to trial as a white person, you have to beat the case. When you go to trial as a black person, you, you have to prove to, that you're innocent. You have to beat being black, <laughs> then beat the case. Because coming with being black in America means you—the you, same thing they said that they identify in children—that yeah. you are knowledgeable. Yeah. You are aware. Yeah. You're, you're more mature than your years. Yeah. You're more likely than not up to something. Yeah. So you have to beat being black yeah. when you deal with teachers. Yeah. When you deal with principals. When you deal police. with attorneys. When yeah. you deal with police. When you Everything. deal with judges. When you deal with your supervisor. When you deal with the, the person giving out home
1: loans. Why folks when you don't deal have with to do it. that. You can walk into a bank. And feel good about being a white person. You got to go into a bank and feel nervous about being a black person because they're going to look at you like, oh. Even though the statistics probably say that there's been more white bank robbers, black people are yeah. ordained and tagged as what? The yeah. bank fucking robbers. Yeah. It's we, fucking crazy.
0: Every man. situation, if you're white, you just have to go in off of
1: marriage. Whites use more drugs, but guess who would oppose tro- a poster child of drug use? Blacks. Whites are on welfare more than blacks. Who are the postal child of welfare? Blacks. When you have a president, presidential race where you have devil one and devil two, and, and people are circling around them, they can say whatever, do whatever, and if can you imagine Obama saying as much rhetoric and craziness as Donald Trump has said? Wouldn't happen. <laughs> happened this they, they, they like every single turn he has done they've 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 met it with a fine tooth comb and they've they've criticized scrutinized and dissected like even it made an inf- inference in and in a, in a kind of like a bad parenting tool when his daughter was dancing but yet and still Bush's kids were druggies like him yeah. right we got to remember like George Bush jr was a drug addict and alcoholic And he served two terms. White privilege fucking matters, man. That's, I mean, the fact is, is that. (laughs) I'm just being, uh, white privilege matters. Say something to that. White privilege matters, dog. I'm I'm saying that there's
0: there's not a dispute. I said the the point that I try to make is is on the understanding. There ain't no understanding. White privilege matters. No, no. Because it's important for people to get more than just the emotion. Because though it's important that that we address the stuff that's going on, we still want it to be constructive at the because Speaking just to speak, you always want to convey the information, not just your frustration. And so it's about getting people to understand everything because that's what we're here for. Not just to voice our frustrations and and our feelings, but to really bring some information and some stuff to light. Some stuff that goes unsaid, some stuff that goes unaddressed, some stuff that just gets swept under the rug. That needs to be brought to the forefront. It needs to be addressed. It needs not to sit in silence because there's sometimes when you have to look at the things going on around you and you have to say something. Gotta say something. So, thank you for listening to it. I'm Jermaine Morris, always keeping it real life without the sweeteners. Brother over here, Barry Axias. You already know what it is. Always keeping it unapologetic.
1: So, until next show, white privilege matters. And <laughs> peace out. See?